Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network. In the future, none of you are heroes. You're legends. Get driven. Stay driven. Everybody's out shopping. The weather outside is frightful. <laughs> I'm not going to sing this all. But uh, welcome, everybody. This is Big Daddy's Hard Talk, Volume 50. Woo! Wow. Volume 50, and I have both my co-hosts. I have the beautiful Valicia Brown. Hi, everybody. And I have back the also beautiful, very busy, extremely busy Faye Jackson. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, everyone? Just wanted to say Merry Christmas to you guys and and, uh, Happy New Year and all that good stuff. Well, same to you. Yeah. All the holidays. We We might have some Jewish listeners. Yeah, some happy Hanukkah. (laughs) And Kwanzaa. Happy Kwanzaa. I never understood the whole Kwanzaa thing. Don't, don't. I celebrate Festivus. I celebrate Festivus. I do too. Festivus I got a couple of grievances that I want to air out. <laughs> I got some grievances with you people. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody that doesn't know what we're talking about is a Seinfeld reference. It's a very funny episode. You got to watch it. Yeah. But um, we're gonna, uh, we wanted to tell some Christmas stories. Not Christmas stories, but different happy Christmas occasions that we've had in our lives and some disappointing ones if you want to talk about it and uh, what, you know, your best Christmas gift was and possibly the worst or something that, you know, you didn't really want that you received on Christmas. And um, 
and you know, have some fun with it. So I'll start it off. I think one of the best Christmases I had and um is when my parents had bought me a moped for my uh I was like fifteen. Yeah, and I wasn't expecting it. I asked for it, but I didn't think that they were really going to get it for me. And they made no mention about it. So, you know, Christmas morning, I wake up, come downstairs, and I see a little bitty thing around the tree, but I wasn't, you know, expecting, you know, a moped or anything. So I go down into, like, our family room, and there's this moped sitting there. So I flipped out. I flipped out, jumped on that thing in in my pajamas. And driving that thing around the backyard and pissing off the neighbors. Spoiled ass Jersey boy. <laughs> Spoiled ass Jersey boy. Yeah, that's right. Dang. Mm-hmm. So what about you? You tell me good Christmas gift you had. Uh I don't even know. I I grew up the only child for like 10 years. And I just remember those Christmases were awesome. I had a little bit of both. Like one side would be all my Barbie toys and the other side would be my Ninja Turtles. Cause you know, the turtles had to have some, some hoes to be with. So. <laughs> the turtle had to have some hoes to be with. <laughs> yes, that is true. <laughs> but, um, no, I mean, as I got older, Christmas really started being more about what I can do for others. So I just, I love giving gifts and seeing people happy. Um, I encourage people to do, uh, like, a coat drive or something, donate gloves or something. But now that I'm older and I work in the field of education, the best gift is that week or two off that we get. So, Thank you, Lord. Yes. What about you, Mrs. Jackson? Uh, I never really had a bad Christmas because whatever I asked for, I basically got. Like my mom was. Now, what about that spoiled brat stuff? Yeah, that's pretty bad. Well, you know, growing up in the house as only child, right? (laughs) My next, my next sibling was like was. One five years older than me, so you grown had his own kids. You know, right? <laughs> so mm. I always got what I, always got what I wanted, and now it's just kind of like Christmas is for my nieces and nephews. Like I don't, right? I don't really care about getting gifts. Like if you get me something that's nice, thank you. But I rather see like my eight year old niece open up her gifts. Like that's the joy to me, watching her open up her gifts, or my teenage niece opening up her gifts and. Even my bad nephew, the demon spawn that he is, watching him get what he wants. He is. Dead so. You know what? See, with my kids, like when they were younger, it was cool, you know, watch them open this stuff or whatever. And then when they got older, all they wanted was money. Right. So it got easy. Basically. It got real easy. So we would just get like the money envelope. Put the money in the envelope, put it under the tree. Christmas Day, here you go, Nick Rose. And at 26, they be out. Hold on a second. Everybody know it's 6 o'clock. Why would you try to call me? Anyway, um, the 26, they go out and do their mall shopping or whatever. 
And I'll be cool. I'll be cool. Whatever you buy with your money is what you buy with your money. If yeah. you want to blow it all, then shame on you. But uh, I kind of miss as far as like going to, to the toy store and buying stuff. I would get excited buying stuff for them. It's like, ooh, they like that. Ooh, if I was a kid, I like that. I think I'm more buying it for myself than I want for them. <laughs> because um, when I was little, when I was little, little, like my parents would go all out. And we'd have like, me and my sister, my sister and I would have like tons of stuff under the tree. And our cousins would come over because you know, everybody in the family would have a designated holiday to have dinner. And I was ah. Christmas Day. So all my cousins and peoples would come over Christmas Day and they'd see all our stuff under the tree. And then this one particular year, cousins came over and broke something to mind Christmas Day. Yep. So after that, I got into it and started taking all the good stuff upstairs. Like, dude, Nick Rose ain't breaking this. <laughs> oh. Anyway. Any other stories you ladies want to share? Or shall we move on? Well, still like my Christmas cartoons and shows. Almost oh, off and the Grinch, yes. You know what Christmas is on? Brown Christmas. I haven't seen the Grinch. And they stay, they'll play the Grinch the day after Thanksgiving. They don't see them anymore. And I missed them. So yeah. I I got to see the Grinch. I saw Charlie Brown. Mhm. And Christmas Eve, I always watch um the Christmas Story because you know they play that for twenty four hours straight on TBS. So that's my Christmas mm-hmm. Eve thing to do. So I got to watch the Christmas Story because that that movie cracks me up every year. You shoot your eye out, kid. Ho ho ho. Have you seen Elf? I haven't seen that yet either. And I think Elf that is did hilarious. I think that was on TV. I think I missed missed it. Go ahead and say it, Felicia. That's why you should get a DVR. Yup. Jump. Whatever. I'm old head. I know you've seen Die Hard. People say that's a Christmas movie. <laughs> you know what? Somebody else has said that too. Would you really consider Die Hard a Christmas movie? Uh, no. I don't think so, but I guess. <laughs> I don't think so. They try to point that off. No. Oh my no. Gosh. Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. I like the movie, but it wasn't Christmas. But Santa yeah, Claus said like it. Did anybody get any gifts? Yippee ki yay, mother. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Moving on. Um, last night, the WWE had another pay per view, like they do every other week. Yeah. And, uh, I know Felicia Brown is cringing right now because we had that conversation last week. But um, last night was Roadblock, end of the line. Now, I can't say that I saw the whole thing because the Sixers were playing last night. Those Sixers would be mm-hmm. But 
from what I saw and the results I saw on my OCAC, it was what it was. I guess um, Gates gave all these blacks belts. They were going to take them all back except for um, Rich Swan. The New Day. <laughs> the New Day lost the tag straps finally to Cesaro and uh, Sheamus. So I broke them. Not even a week later, they lost them. But Stevie Wonder saw that coming. Mm-hmm. How do y'all feel about that? About the match? About them losing. I mean, the match was actually decent. The match was like, mm-hmm. it kept you it kept you at the edge of your chair. But uh-huh. I, I already knew they was losing. <laughs> right. Just didn't know how. I'm surprised that it they didn't actually break the, the, the streak or whatever. And it had to happen. It had to happen. No, and, I'm surprised um, they let New Day break um, the streak. Yeah. Um, you know, the longest reigning, so. And you knew they were going to lose it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Oh. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, I'm saying, like, right after they broke it, I knew they were going to lose it. But I'm glad that they let them break it. So mm-hmm. it was cool. And kudos to um, New Day because they took a dog of a gimmick, a dog of an idea, and made a ton of money off it and mm-hmm. really did a lot with it because that was a dog waiting to die. They really wasn't trying to, you know, they, nobody thought that. that that was going to be over. And it got they got yeah. over. So it was cool. So now... Um, you know, they'll challenge for it again, probably lose. And then I can see a split up coming about a rumble. You held the tag belts for over a year. For what was it, 480 some odd days? Yeah. So that was great. That was great. Great for them. Uh, Sasha Banks also lost the Iron Man lost. match. And I, I want to go back and watch that. I didn't see that match, but I just. I heard it was decent. Yeah, it was. Yeah, but I'm I feel some type of way, and I'm gonna say why. Charlotte had a run with that belt a couple of different times. Now Sasha won it, lost it back, won it, lost it back. Now I guess that's it with the whole feud. So where does Sasha go from here? The same place that Zayn went. Yeah. I'm looking at Sasha, and I'm looking at someone like Bailey too. And I mean, yeah, their pops are pretty big, but they're just not translating well. Like I don't Mm -hmm. know if it's because they're not putting as much into them as they did Charlotte, because we literally watched Charlotte go from not great on the mic to one of the best female heels you know, in recent history. And I think, you know, someone like Bailey and Sasha just need more time because I'm not really interested in Sasha like that. And I got into an argument with someone today about, oh, they're sick of this with the flip-flopping of the belts and how many matches are they going to have. Well, I mean, 
the more that the more matches they have, the more we'll see them. And we finally have, you know, more women in wrestling in the history books. You know what I mean? Yeah. So to me, to me, I like it. How many Stratus and Lita matches have we seen? It's the same thing. A lot. So I mean, it's the same thing. Let them let them go. Let them be on TV every week. Let them be on every pay per view. Even with Trish Stratus and Lita, you watched them where one was heel, one was he switched face to heel back and forth, and you see the right. ton of matches with them, and they had a ton of great matches. And I agree with right. what you're saying. And you know, Becky you. Lynch, she she did a, a shoot. I don't know if it was a shoot or if she was really ranting, but she was complaining that women don't have storylines. They just you know throw all the women in the match and say, "Here you go." But you know, Sasha and Charlotte are actually building a feud. A feud is not one or two matches. A feud is a series of matches. So mm-hmm. they have a feud in the history books now. I think right. people's issue with that, though, is is the feud really believable? Like, uh, it's either that people are getting tired of it quickly because that's the lifespan of a wrestling brain that after a while they're over and done with it, but it's still getting shoved down people's throats. Mm -hmm. Or maybe Sasha and Charlotte are getting tired of it. So now it translates to what they're putting out there. Because once people stop believing, once you stop believing in what you're doing, it translates to your work in the ring. Mm -hmm. And then the people watching could believe it too. Like maybe they're tired of each other. Maybe they want to move on. I totally agree with that too. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with that too. And I'm bring a real quick story. And I don't, you know, don't normally bring up wrestling stories, you know, with me involved in it. Not too much. I try not to. But wrestling for Triple WA. I don't care if anybody's Triple WA is listening. It is what it is. But wrestling for them. I know they get very complacent in their booking, and they constantly put me and Molson together in matches to the point where we were really tired of working one another. And some of the matches resulted in the fact that we both got tired of doing the same thing or wrestling wrestling each other because we did everything we could to one another. So towards mm-hmm. the end, it's like, all right, just whatever, man. Whatever, do whatever. And then when I finally, you know, he won the feud at the end and I laid down for him. It was what it was. But I was happy about it. I'm like, good. I ain't never got working my shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was just I understand exactly what you're saying with that because it was just so many months, you know, him and I going back and forth. And at first it was hot because we both knew each other from prior feds and we brought a lot, you know, a lot to it and we beat the piss out of one another. But then eventually it was like, all right, I'm trying to beat the piss out of you. Like you want to go on and do something else. Yeah, exactly. Work somebody else. Like even last night. That was a, a great match, but the match they had on Raw and two Raws ago and the pay-per-view before that, they were better, in my opinion, because uh-huh. you could tell they were putting their heart and soul. Even from the beginning, when they introduced this new women's champion match, championship belt with this match, WrestleMania, WrestleMania match they had was the best match they had, including Becky Lynch. Oh, that was hot. That was hot. That was a hot match. But that was back when? In March, April? It is December. April. 
He probably tired of each other. Yeah. All right, to play devil's advocate, a lot of people would say they're too quick with um, feuds nowadays, and you feud for a pay-per-view, and then you switch it up, then you feud for another pay-per-view, and then you understand what I'm saying? It's not going mm-hmm. as long as it used to, because back in the day, you were able to do a few, like Dusty Rhodes feuded with Ric Flair for years. For years, They went yeah, back and forth. But it is what it is. You know, the wrestling... Yeah, even you'll see Dusty go and wrestle. And did um, they wrestle Blanchett. on TV as much? Did they have pay per views every week? <laughs> like, no, they didn't. No, they didn't. You're right. You're right. You're right. That's another thing we were talking about last week, and we were complaining about, is that the WWE is having a pay per view every other week. It's too much. It's really too much. Now, the next one is going to be the Royal Rumble, but, mm-hmm. you know, quickly after the Royal Rumble, SmackDown is going to have a pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. It's like, really? It's enough. But, uh, moving on. I'm trying to think of what else happened that way. I know Rollins, Rollins beat Jericho. Yeah. And Owens beat Valicia's favorite wrestler. <laughs> That's not funny. Uh, <laughs> with the assist from Jericho, I knew it was happening. So that whole breakup was a farce. Yeah. But where do you go with that? Because so you, know, you know the night is going to be a tag match between uh, uh, Ray yeah. and Rollins. Yeah. You know that's going to happen tonight. Let's be real. But then where does it go from there? Right. I don't even, I don't even know why you even had Reigns, Rustling, Owens. It just didn't make sense right. to me even to start out with. But it was just... really stupid without Dean Ambrose. I'm just saying. <laughs> They were all together on that uh, tribute to the troops thing. Got a big pop. Mm-hmm. When they all were together, they got a big pop. I think they just yeah. put them back together. And we got a caller. What's going on, brother? What's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing all right, man. Trying to get through this crazy holiday. How's everybody else doing? Hi. <laughs> How you doing? Hey. Hey. How's everybody's holiday so far? Yeah, just wanted to be over, bro. <laughs> right. <laughs> just wanted January to be 2nd, over. January 2nd, I'm credit card bill sneak up on you. Look, don't but. talk bad about January 2nd. January 2nd is a national <laughs> holiday. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um... I'm glad to see you like you guys having fun at these games and stuff. I was going to say, I ain't know when's the last time you're going to be on the radio, brother. <laughs> yeah, I know. I apologize. Um, you know, no, on, no, no, on no. days where the Sixers are playing on Mondays, it's hard because I don't want to do the show <laughs> too early because people are coming over from work. And when I get back no. home, it's like 1030-ish, and I'm not going to do it that late. People are trying to go to bed. So I apologize. You know how it is. No, nah, it's cool. It's cool. You you're dedicated, and there's nothing wrong with that at all. You dedicated. 
So I mean, it's it's a beautiful thing. Cause I, you know, I was surprised they actually won the game last night. I couldn't watch it. I couldn't watch it because I was watching a pay per view last night. So I kept, you know, sneaking back and forth and looking at it. I mean, but you know, it was hard for me to, you know, even change the channel because, you know, you know, pouring beer all over yourself after New Day lost. I was so happy, so I couldn't change the can- channel most mm. of the time. So you wanted to see New Day lose? Oh heck yeah, man! Because I, I I told everybody they wouldn't hold it by the end of the year, I, and I, I they made me sweat, but at least I was finally right. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it was about time, man. It was about time for them guys, man. You know it. The you know and the rest of the show wasn't really that bad. It wasn't really that bad. Everybody else said it was horrible, but. Uh, I don't know if you guys caught it yet or not, but it really wasn't that bad, in my opinion. I, I didn't you know, I told catch you. the whole pay-per-view yet. I have to go back and watch it, but the ladies, they watched it, and they both said it wasn't bad. No, nah, I mean, I told everybody about Neville. I said, I told everybody, my well, my boys, I'm sorry, my boys. I told my boys about Neville, you know, and then he finally come out, and I told everybody. I said, he was due. Kind of like his little, you know, his little mean street thing or whatever. But um, you know, as far as you, uh, Miss Miss Faye. Um, Hello. Hey, I, I, I'm just saying. I, I I ain't talked to um. I remember I put that post up there. I, I ain't talked to Triple H yet. Talk about doing no invitation yet, but I, I'm sure I could squeeze you in there somewhere. Oh no, I don't even want to be a part of that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, a quick question, right? Um. As far as uh, let's get back to the NBA thing, right? Uh-huh. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. I was debating with at work. Do you guys really think that Noel sat down because he was punished, or he just was out all that time? You know, Noel. Mean? Noel was sat down because he was being punished because he he spoke his mind um, the game before, saying that he wasn't an eight minute player. And quote, he they need to get that shit together. That came out of his mouth. So as soon mm-hmm. as he said that, I knew there was going to be some type of repercussion behind him saying that. But I'm not faulting him for saying that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I'm gonna say I'm gonna say why. I'm, and I'm, gonna give, I'm gonna tell you why. Because he wants to play. He wants to be a part of somebody's team. Did he start the year off on the injury reserve? Yes, he did. Is he working his way back? Yes, he is. Is he at the end of his contract? Yes, he is. He's only going to make money if he's out on that court. You understand what I'm saying? True. True, but so he's, he's not, not gonna on that court. He's not, not going to get a max deal. He's not going to get a max deal. No, he's not going to get a max deal. He's not going to get a max deal. He's not. But he's, the way he's looking now, if he doesn't play anywhere, there's going to be a lot of teams that might not want to take a risk on him. Right. Because you don't know what he could bring because he is kind of injury prone. But if he if he wants to get out there and prove himself, let him get out there and prove himself. Because there's different times in these games where you could have put him in. And nothing against Dario Sarge, but if Sarge is playing like crap, take him out, put Noel in. Let's see what Noel can do. You got to get Noel used to playing um, next to Okafor and next to Embiid, and that's what hasn't happened. We've been everybody, but couldn't wait for this day to happen. Now you got all three of these big men together, and you're not using it to your advantage. 
Exactly. And then he's and then he comes out and say, Well, this hurts Rashawn Holmes too and I'm like sitting there like, Wait a minute, why is it hurting Rashawn Holmes? But then I looked at a rotation, I said, Okay. I don't think Rashawn Rashawn should be out of it too because Rashawn he busts his butt as well as much as we see too. You know what I mean? Yeah, Rashawn Holmes has busted his butt and has really improved his game. But let's be real. Rashawn Holmes anywhere else would have been on the D League anyway. Yeah, but the only reason why he was receiving, only reason why he was receiving the time he was, because everybody was out injured. Right, but when they send these guys down to the D League, they send them down here to Delaware. Why did they come back like three, four hours later? It seems like, like okay, I sent them down there at two o'clock, but then five o'clock he's coming back up the the highway or something like that. And I'm like, wait a minute, didn't he just went down like three hours ago? That so I don't know because I we were joking about that with um the rookie. The French guy. <laughs> you don't know if he's on the D-League squad or on the regular squad because everywhere we go, we see him on somebody. He's down there in Delaware or he's up here in Philly, but he stays busy. So they just flip-flopping with all that. Yeah, because they seem like they kind of they kind of wasted their time with Bayless. And Bayless should have been had that surgery. He still would have oh, been out the God. whole year. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me started with that, man. Don't get me started. And, and I mean, that was they overpaid it. They overpaid that dude. I'm sorry. I mean, I think he was overpaid. And that'll get me $9 wrong. $9 million. Like, $9 million a year. But I yeah. still think they should I still think they should sit down Simmons for for at least the season and have him work on his jump shot. But you never know. The foot's better, the foot's better. But my thing is I don't want to be refractured like Embiid. You know what I mean? So Yeah. You know. But you know, he, it is what he's it is. pushing himself to come out this season. So <laughs> if he feels as though he's ready, let him come on. And, yeah. and the main and, thing the Sixers are thinking about is the ticket sales towards the end of the season, because everybody was all excited at the beginning of the season with you know with Noel coming on. Now since you're starting to see okay, not Noel, I'm sorry, um, Embiid coming on. Now since you see Embiid's game, you see he's going to be dominant. Now you want to see Simmons playing that, you know, in that rotation to get their ticket sales up towards the end of the season where people be like, okay, the team's not making the playoffs. We don't care no more. Yeah. Now let me ask those ladies one more question, and I'll be out of y'all here. Um, after, everything I, after everything I saw last night with the two ladies, which was basically another good, another good night with the two ladies, what's left for them, for, I'm just saying for them two ladies, what's left for them to do in the future? When they pretty much they set the bar that high, you know what I'm saying? Nothing. It's time for them to move on. (laughs) Keep setting it with other people. I mean, yeah, move on to other people, and hopefully they'll push some of these other girls too. Like you know. Yeah, they still got Emma. I don't even know if she debuted or not. Did she debut yet? No, no, no. No, they they were supposed to last week in Philly. But then they got Vince kind of pushed it back. Vince, Vince kind of pushed it back. But I don't know. They you still got Nia Jax. You haven't really they done still got, with her. Yeah. They still got Nia, Nia Jax in the back. She's not ready. ready. She's not ready. No, she's uh, not. Really? Okay. Well, <laughs> I wouldn't say I, it like that, but no, nah, she's not ready. <laughs> no, I'm just. I'm just saying what's left for these two girls to do. I'm like, who they got to move on to? I, I mean, of course, it's probably Bailey. Bailey's the next one in line. But other than that, I don't know where Sasha's going to go. 
Well, Sasha, Sasha to smack that. Huh? I was thinking Moose Sasha to, to, Sasha smack to smack down. Yeah. Move her. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Well, I think they were talking about having Sasha and, and Bailey at WrestleMania, so which would be another good one. So, I, I don't know. We'll see like that. But I just said after what these two girls did, I don't know separately. I'm just talking about each of them. What can you do each of them for next to at least keep momentum going? But you're probably right. If you move her to SmackDown and she can run her that title, she has no problem be- beating Alexa. You know, so mm-hmm. we'll, so we'll see. So, Foley, look, if I don't talk to you guys, have a great holiday and everything. Enjoy yourselves. You be safe out and be safe out there, all right? You have a good right, holiday sure. and and um you have a good New Year's too. Hint hint wink wink. You too. Alright. Hopefully I'll see you all the game again. <laughs> all right, yeah, come on down, say hi. I will. All right, y'all have a all good right. night. Later. Oh, it's good to hear from George. Um, let me take a commercial break and then we'll come back. I have a relationship question, and then um, we'll take it on home. Big Days Hard Talk, Volume 50. Attention business owners, website owners, event promoters, or anyone looking to promote your product. The Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network is the perfect way to spread the word of your business around the world. That's right. You can advertise at our network and be played on all of our shows at rates that are so cheap. It's a no-brainer. For more information, contact Bay Ragney at bayragney at gmail.com to keep your business driven, stay driven with Totally Driven Entertainment. Are you a fan of Sherlock Holmes? Letters from Holmes offers unique, one-of-a-kind letters from the world-famous detective himself. Handwritten on 8.5-inch by 11-inch aged parchment paper and using smudge-free ink to produce original, high-quality letters that fans will treasure for years to come. Each letter is handcrafted and written from the perspective of Sherlock Holmes, mimicking Holmes's native tongue and embracing many of the famous detective's quirks, quips, insults and peculiarities. Order a love letter, birthday greeting, personal correspondence or more only at www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash letters from homes. For $5 today, you can buy a wealth of things. Gas for your car, rent a movie for the family, a few slices of pizza. $5 still takes you a long ways. But did you know that $5 can buy your child a bag of heroin in the streets? That's right. For only $5, your son or daughter can buy some of the cheapest and purest dope in the country. Be aware of the lies. Be aware of the stealing. Be aware that's all it takes to kill your child. $5. This message was brought to you by Casey's Cause, a group of parents located in southern Chester County out to save your child's life. Come join us today at www.caseyscause.com. And remember, $5 is all it takes. Casey's Cause, www.caseyscause.com. Looking for that perfect gift for your girlfriend? Then look no further than Teddy Scares. Teddy Scares are available in a variety of styles, sizes, and prices for all your shopping needs. Teddy Scares are a mix of cute and creepy to make a great gift for almost any age. Board up your windows, lock your doors, and log on to teddyscares.com. And be sure to become our friends at facebook.com slash teddyscares. Calling all comic book fans. Do you collect comics? 
Did you ever collect comics? Do you think your children might like reading comic books? Do you even know they still print real, paper, non-digital comic books? Well, then visit the Pirates of Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia. We have a massive collection of comic books, action figures, trading cards, and much more. We have one of the largest stocks of back-issue comics in the area. We bag and board every new comic book at no extra charge. Our store is voted the best comic book shop in the 2013 PHL 17 Hot List Contest. Part of the movie Unbreakable is filmed in our store. We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our Wacky Stories page on Facebook. And we are back. Big Daddy's Hard Talk, Volume 5-0, The Big Fitty. And I'm Big Daddy, and I'm joined by Felicia Brown, Jackson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they know we're here. Hello, everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Um, this is not really a relationship type thing, but it's just a general question. Let's just say you started dating somebody a month ago. Like a month Thanksgiving, y'all just started dating. And Christmas is coming. Do you feel obligated to buy them a Christmas gift if y'all just started dating? Or because y'all just started, there's no real obligation to buy them a Christmas gift. Like how long do you have to be together before you decide, okay, I got to get them something for Christmas? No, I don't know. Everything with you, when I answer your questions, I'm like, it's not about time. It's about, I don't know. To me, it's not about how long, but it's about how, like, how much you bonded and got to know someone. I don't know. Okay. Uh, I'll probably buy them a Christmas gift, but it wouldn't be something, like, major. Right. It would be something, like, oh, here's a gift card to Starbucks. There's only five dollars on it, but you know it gets you a it gets you a latte. <laughs> now, what if um, okay, what if y'all had been dating for a little bit, and you kind of strapped this year at Christmas time? Would you give them something else instead of a gift? Like, would you be under the tree, butt ass naked? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Of dead. course. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all fresh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, we have fun. But I guess that's about it for today's show. I don't want to hold nobody too long. I thank you guys for doing the show with me this week. And we will be back post post Christmas. See what everybody got, and mm-hmm. how was your Christmas? You know, Christmas Day, Christmas Eve. Anybody out there listening? It's really not about. I know we talked about exchanging gifts, and we talked about you know buying stuff, but it's really not about that. We said this last year, last week. It's about the birth of Jesus Christ, 
and celebrating that. And Felicia, you hit the hammer on the head when you said it's really about the spirit of giving. And there's no better spirit than it is giving. And I kind of missed that. And I'm going to talk about me real quick. You know, I like talking about me. I'm joking. But (laughs) there was not too long ago when I was at Merck that um, I had organized a uh, thing where I was uh, collecting toys for um, battered women about a women's shelter. And when we started it out, when we started it, when we started out doing it, it was kind of a pain in the behind because, you know, I did it through Merck and waiting for people to show up with the toys. And I had to haul the toys from Merck to my house and then take them out in and out my basement to take them to the shelter. But when when it was all said and done and the lady who ran it, said how well these toys were received and how well we helped these kids out who really wouldn't have had nothing if it wasn't for the donations that we had give that we given that it made it made me feel really good. And I'm like, okay, now I know it was all, you know, it was all for something. And she was like, you really gonna be blessed behind this and God's blessed me continually my entire life. And I wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, I wasn't doing it for any praise, accolades, or nothing like that. I was doing it because the Lord had led me that way. And I thank the Lord for leading me that way. And then even after the fact, when I got with the Sixers, getting Sixers tickets and donating it to a special needs organization, I couldn't do it this year because, long story short, the lady dropped the ball. And we both kind of dropped it together, but it was more hurt than me, I'm just saying. But anyway. <laughs> mm. I appreciate the fact that the years that I was able to do that, that I was able to help out. And I think this is the first year where I actually haven't had my hand in something donating or something like that. So I feel kind of bad, but next year I'll be a little bit more healthy. I'll get around a little better because I know people get tired of hearing every year, new year, new me, blah, 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 blah. But I said to myself that 2017 is going to be the year of James where James gets back to where James needs to be. So hopefully next year I'll be able to get back out there and start doing God's work like I used to. Mm. Boom. There you have it. Do you have any last things, ladies? No. Be kind. (laughs) Oh, well, if I don't get to talk to y'all in the next couple of weeks, uh, you know, best of luck with everything. I'll be checking in, but I won't be able to call in to the show like I used to. But I'll still try to listen from time to time. And next year, my schedule is, like, super busy because I'm debuting with Shimmer, and I'm debuting with Shine, and I'm debuting with AIW, and I'm still going to Japan. So I I'm crazy busy, and then my first wow, match yes. will be with Ring of Honor in January. So, yeah, but you know, I made it to 50 shows. So you know, next year hopefully the show will be bigger and better with you guys. Coming from, you know, us. Well, I'm speaking for me. Hopefully, she feels the same way that you will be missed, and I totally understand. So there's no mm-hmm. hard feelings. You know, you have to do you. And every time I see a post with you in it, 
as far as wrestling, as far as doing what you do, I stick my chest out. I don't want to say like a proud father because I ain't that much older than you are, but a proud big brother, <laughs> you know, because I've watched you grow and I want to continue to watch you grow. And that day when you signed a big contract, I'm probably going to cry like a baby. I'm, I ain't going to lie. I'm, you know, I get emotional sometimes. So I probably get emotional. I'm very proud of everything you're doing and good luck to you. And, you know, if you need me or Valicia, I hope I'm not speaking out of turn, but I hope if you need either one of us, we'll be there for you. You are like our family. And Thank you. I appreciate that. You know, it is what it is. I know with everything you got wrestling-wise coming up and, you know, and I know you got some nuptials coming up soon and, Oh, we know you're busy. Yeah, yeah, and that that too. And then you know, January first, we start another new chapter. Where we're like we're homeowners now, so oh, <laughs> so like that's been very exhausting between doing all the paperwork for that and then prepping the house and getting everything together. I'm still I got to go over there tonight. Actually, when I get off the phone with you guys, <laughs> so yeah. So, but continued success. I know next year is gonna be great for all of us. You know, you just have to put God first and then believe in yourself second, and that's what I've been doing. Amen. Amen. Any uh, last words, Belisha? No. <laughs> okay. Uh, see y'all next Monday. There's three different types of people in the world. Those who don't know what happened. Those who wonder what happened. And people like Big Daddy, Felicia Brown, and Faye Jackson that make things happen. God bless you all. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Release ninety nine or whatever how else you say. <laughs> God bless you all and good evening. Bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. 
Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.